Yeah. Morning. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Horizon Scan. Another episode. Um, right, well, we've just been recording for five minutes. Talking about fucking Andrew Tate being on Tucker Carlson. Because, yeah. <laughs> She's not happy that he's on there. So we've had a little discussion for five minutes about why that's a good thing and why that's a bad thing and why it's fucking not and whatever. We didn't record that because uh, it is what it is. But yeah, we will probably talk about the Andrew Tate thing at some point because I think it's it's fairly obvious that the man's a turd. I would say that's probably true. It's not a good guy. I think there's a reason why he's become popular and there's all sorts of reasons why that could have been avoided but I don't think we really want to talk about it until um, she said she's been through the the evidence against him in the past and wants to re-look at that before we talk about it because well your issue was that why has Tucker got him on I don't I don't really need to look back through I suppose like I know from I I know from when I read it, when I read through the evidence, I say I read through yeah. the evidence, I didn't sit there for six days with a research team going on. There was, there was the Romanian, the Romanian authorities or part of the Romanian authorities really yeah. leaked the evidence, some of the evidence against not just Tate, but his brother and his accomplices. Yeah. Um, and I took an interest in reading it because before that point, I was thinking, is Andrew Tate just a bellend? But there are some messages of his that are really resonating in society at the moment, especially the male part of society at the moment, because of certain ideologies that aren't great for men at the moment. And and the disenfranchisers and and, uh, devaluers. generally. I'm I'm suggesting that's why people want people to think why they'd be interested in Andrew Tate. Maybe the case, which may be the case. Anyway, so I read this evidence, and he's he's, he's not a nice individual. I mean, his brother's not a nice individual, yeah. and the accomplices are not nice people. Uh, so they should throw the book at him. Fine, said I can't believe Carlson's had him on. But yeah, the reason the reason is I just think there's 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 better role models. <laughs> Don't give him. Especially, right, especially when there's charges pending. No, so, I mean, is is Tucker here taking, by Tucker interviewing him, does that mean that Tucker is advocating for his his innocence? How the fuck does Tucker know? No, he's just got two, you know, we've spoken about it before, actually, uh, from the podcast perspective in that. And other things where we're talking about states people like Trump, You've got like a duty responsibility to be careful of what you say. The high, you have to take more care of what you're saying. The higher up the the attention ladder you go, so the more people you can impact, the more attention you get from people, and sort of the more attention you've got to pay what you say in certain circumstances. You know, right. I think um, oh, we've talked about it with Rogan before as well. I mean, the size of his platform he's got. Uh, is that the same for Carlson here? I think um, I think he's made I think he's made a mistake, but. Because it's Carlson, what the, the the mistake won't get realised, and what will actually happen is that Andrew Tate now his reputation will have gone up. Will be more positive than it was 
before the Carson interview, and I dislike that. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's like I don't disagree with you. Like I don't think he's a good guy. He does seem like a turd. I I haven't looked at the evidence, um, but yeah, he just generally he do, he appears to be a turd. You see, the way he's made his money is not like it's this isn't so fucking role model certainly. I just think with with Tucker, you've got to think whether he's working on his own or not. I took I find Tucker a bit annoying, especially his fucking voice. But he's not an idiot. Um, so I'm thinking that he will have had legal people look over the same stuff that you've seen prior to having him on in order to, you know, decide whether it's worth getting him on and whether that's gonna shoot you in the foot down the line. I don't think they do that. I don't think I don't think they do that. I think it's more a case of they do a calculation. And it's, if I interview this person, how much attention will this interview get? And what will be the sort of the net positive for my exposure? Will my audience grow? I'm not saying this is what Carlson does. I'm saying this is what I think. Well, I'm saying this is, I'm saying this is what Carlson does. I, but I don't like that. I think you're wrong. <laughs> oh, hang on. Well, maybe. No, no, no. Let me take that back. Let me take that okay. back. Right. So this is what I think it is. They go, how much How much uh, attention will this interview get? And then they also say, okay, will it will it be like net good or net bad for the, for the, my reputation or the revenue for the show, right? And part of that second piece is they need to look at what do we think about this individual? For sure, right? for sure. But obviously, you don't go in without any due diligence whatsoever, whatsoever. But I think they don't look at it. I don't think they look at it and think, uh, and they're looking to see, oh, is he really a good person or a bad person? Because they, they certainly don't go in and only interview good people, interview bad people. Yeah, so I, I agree with you. Yeah. Of course it does. I think yeah. part of that equation that you're talking about is, is this going to destroy us? Six months down the line, when this guy turns out to be a fucking baby eater, I think that's got in that equation. The short term, like smaller people, maybe <sighs> people like Rogan and uh, Tucker Carlson, they their audiences are so big they don't need. Who's got bigger audience, Andrew Tate or Tucker Carlson? You know no. what I mean? They don't need to get that. I know they, that all the things you're saying will factor into it. But they would; those things for those people at that scale wouldn't override the sketchiness aspect. Of no, that. but look at this scenario. Next week, Andrew Takers. Well, let's not say next week. Let's say a month's time. Uh, a month's time, Andrew Takers sent down for sex trafficking, and let's say he gets sent down for murder as well. Let's say he also gets sent down for rape. Same time in a month's time, and I'm, I'm hypothesizing. Yeah, what impact is that going to have on Tucker Carlson? Uh, show minimal fucking minimal people aren't going to come out and go oh Tucker Carlson not many and not enough to severely damage his reputation the revenue of the show oh. uh, but why do it why risk that anyway why have because, why? because the risk is so small this is my point because the risk is so small mm. the risk is so small interview Andrew Tate now they know that the trial is not going to be for six months maybe it's going to be for maybe it's in three months time they know that the bad point People are not going to turn around and point fingers at Carlson going, This is you. You allowed this human being to have air. Doesn't, this, is, this is my point. I just think it's an easy own goal that I like. I wouldn't, it, that's kind of how I look at it. If I was Tucker Carlson, if I, I would be damn sure 
that the the odds are weighted in my favour for him turning out not to be uh, guilty of anything massively illegal prior to doing it. And if I'm thinking like that, and I'm a fucking mongo, then surely he would think like that. Well, no, you're thinking like that because you're a mongo. Thinking like that because you're a mongo, and 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 you and, and you're not in his position. You, you got to think the other the other thing. If you go in, if you go in with that attitude when you're interviewing people, think about when you, in, like interview going all the time. If you go with that attitude, right, then you become uh, what's the word? Paralyzed by risk yeah. management. And you end up only interviewing people like Cliff fucking Richard. You know, squeak, that would be a good interview. <laughs> it would be good. It would be good. The squeakiest, the squeakiest of squeaky clean people. You know? I know you say, but you're like, I, I agree with all the points you're making. <laughs> or the fact that I think, I, do, I don't think the man's an idiot, and I don't think he would have shot himself in that thought. It's, just, it's such an easy own goal. It's, not, it, it? it's not an own goal. Well, I think I Andrew Tate sent down. If Andrew Tate is sent down next month, does yeah. Tucker Carlson lose his show or millions of followers? No, of course he doesn't lose his show. He doesn't lose his show, but does he, he lose millions. Does damage it? Does he lose he does millions? Damage it? No, no, yeah, he does damage it. Like this for about two seconds, tiny, tiny dent. But also, when you consider that most of like, the, well, I was going to say most Americans probably don't even know who Andrew Tate is. Or I didn't do. He didn't until fucking yesterday. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we, I think we kind of agree that he should have him on. I don't think he should have him on. You know what I mean? So why, I mean, why did he have him on then? Well, I've just, I don't really know. I don't think he needed to have him on. I thought it was an odd thing. But that's what makes me, that's, it's those questions that make me go, he must have done some research or something to know that there's a gotcha for the other side in order to have him on. Or, so there's or only, he only, all he knows, sorry, all he knows, the amount of attention the interview's going to get because Tate is such a divisive character. Because Tate is such a divisive character. Of course he needs it. That's his job. He does interviews or he releases content to get attention. That's I literally mean, his job, guys. I, I know, but I don't think he needs that. You know, the guy's fucking squared. Like, Tucker Carlson doesn't need to work. He's not us. The guy's, he could he could down tools tomorrow and he'd be fine. Like, he's doing, there's a bit of, he's yes, doing he God, is, is he doing God's work? Are you going to say that? Not doing God's work. I've got my Trump hat on, so he can be doing God's work. <laughs> but, uh, I think he's, he doesn't need to do this. He's doing it because he enjoys it and there's an element of he feels hard done to. And I think he probably does feel like there's a little bit of a battle to fight currently in the US. And just the West generally. I think he probably does. He's on that side of the battle. But he, he is, in his eyes, probably doing the Lord's work. But, um, yeah, I think it, he, he, there was potential to lose by having him on if he thinks he's guilty. But there was a massive win if you get this guy on that you have a you know a fucking strong inkling. However, however you've decided, uh, you've come to that decision that he has a a fair chance of getting off and being proven an innocent man. There's ammunition there then for the other side to have this as a big win, as in like the Tucker, Tucker against the other side to have this as a big win. Look, innocent man accused of all this. You tried to cancel him. You tried to do all these things, and look, the guy was innocent. I think that's a strategic move there. 
And we're mm. going to find out. So it's, this, is, this is one of the things we will actually find out. It's just interesting to see how we both make decisions about it. Yeah. yeah. But we, do you want to talk about why Tate is in this position anyway, as like this, as a figure? And, oh, what do you think? Yeah, you. Yeah, go on. Go on. I like to hear your opinion on this. Yeah. I, just, I, I would just. You'll explain. I would say there's a, there is a. Some people would be aware of this, and some. I'm in, always interested with this stuff. To see how much it's just internet, and how much it's in real life. I suppose it does spill over into real life, but on the internet certainly. There is a movement to bring, not really bring back, maybe bring back, but just balance the books on masculinity and femininity. So some people would say that a lot of the current narrative to do with, I hate doing the left and right thing, but it is, there's no one on the right doing this. So it is, it's very, you've got to say it's probably a left thing to it's not even vilify masculinity but it's like sort of belittle it a little bit and i understand where it comes from it comes from just trying to balance things in the past there's a lot of you know we we do live in i certainly have lived in a male-dominated society and the country of the world has been run generally by men and the world in lots of ways is fucked up so i can understand why there's a, a move to go, well, if, if women were in charge or if women were represented more in positions of power or whatever, then the world wouldn't be so bad. And just the people want to balance out the sort of feminine versus uh, masculine energy, if you want to call it that. And I don't have an issue with that. I think that's perfectly fine. But I think we kind of, we're going past that point, as people always do, where you go, well, actually, this is bad. So the masculine side, actually, this is bad. It's caused loads of problems, so we need to put it down. And it's it's it. All movements do this. You go to this is it's balanced this way, and you get a relative balance. And I've obviously, and I'm sure women listening to this, we go, well, no, we don't have balance or whatever. But I'm just saying generally. I know there will be examples where things are still out of balance. But I'm talking about the maybe the opinion of people who are pushing this narrative that you know, there's an issue with masculinity and it causes problems. I think we've with those people, we've kind of gone past that now to the point where the feminine side of it is overtaking the masculinity side of it. And that isn't great really for men. I don't just like, well, fucking, it was loads of things were great for women. Not, not disputing that. What do you mean? Uh, so when you say overtaking it, in, from what aspect? I mean, as in, like, you don't get, you don't hear about toxic femininity, really, do you? In the same way that you would hear about toxic masculinity. And I'm not, like, with all these things, I'm not saying men aren't dicks. Of course we are. But a lot of things that make us dicks in this situation are useful in this situation. You know what I mean? But women are dicks. Are, women are dicks too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course they are, in, different, in different ways. Yeah, but it's kind of the point I'm making. We're all fucking balanced, and we've all got masculinity and, and femininity in us. And it's just you are how you are is in a different moment. You know, I could be very feminine in one 
yeah. one situation if I was in fucking three power mortars block and I could be very masculine in another situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the, the masculine. I don't. Piece. I don't think it's good for men, and I don't because he, women. But a lot more. That's not true. It's just hard to talk about without going into general generalities like all this shit is. But I think you have a situation now where certainly, if we talk about young people, young men don't have the same positive masculine role models, especially if you don't have a dad than they used to. They're told in the media a lot, you know, when, whether we like it or not, the media is where most of us spend most of our time. And by media, I mean, you know, news stories. I also mean, um, like art, you know, like video, film, series, whatever. Young guys don't have the same kind of role models that they used to. And so they find shit ones that sound like the right path, if you know what I mean, the right person to follow. And I would say Andrew Tate is, if he's nothing else, and he can't, he, I don't think he can even deny this himself. If nothing else, he is a grifter on that aspect. He's a masculinity grifter. Because he's a busy, he is busy, he's a savvy sort of business guy. That's how he's made his money. He spotted gaps in the market and and, and exploited them in a really aggressive. And I mean, as in like not, you know, I don't know, maybe other aggressive ways. But he's been very aggressive about the way he goes about that. And one of the things he's done is become a role model for young guys, because all he talks about is where there are shortcomings with. The way society promotes masculinity. Yeah, I think. I mean, you, you, you make, you know, you make assumptions on how much of an impact he has on the younger generation. I think from from obviously I got young kids, I've got girls, but um, Tate has come up in conversation a couple of times over the last six months or so, mm-hmm. where I can't remember specific instances, but it doesn't. Doesn't sound to me like he is this under the under the radar, not under the radar, but you know that he's this, this this secret idol of a lot of the young young lads. I think I think that I think that that is being pushed as a as what is happening by by the media, but I don't think it's correct. I think it's more likely that he's he's more popular with older men who are anti-establishment, everything's a conspiracy, tinfoil hat-wearing blokes who are, who are... Nothing wrong with that. Like, I venture down that rabbit hole sometimes too. <laughs> with you. <laughs> um, but I think it's more a role model for some of those guys who who assume, because they think everything's everything's bullshit and, and anyone who has anything bad to say that the establishment has bullshit claims chucked against them and they assume him to be completely innocent and he's just one of the good guys trying to spread a message but like you were talking you were talking earlier about you're not sure if it's on like online or is it in real life kind of situation going on i think in real life it's, it's not like his reputation in real life for normal people is not great men and men and women and, and the reason i say it is because 
you get cues from people when you look at them and you, you know, you talk and describe them as it's kind of scammy. You can look at him and listen to the way he speaks. And you make an anyone, you make an assumption about people. And like with Tate, I think, what would it be like to, could I sit somewhere and have a conversation with him? I don't think so. I'd immediately hate him. And I'd immediately think, get the fuck, I can't spend another, I can't spend an hour with you in whatever scenario. And, and this is regardless of whether I knew about his online stuff. And let's say it's someone else, it's not Andrew Tate, but I have exactly the same mannerisms, exactly the same demeanour and temperament. But he, everything he gives off strikes me as bell end. Yes. Self-gratifying, egotistical, um, completely self-centred bell end. You, and you get those people. And so I, on, on the base level, you just have this, People like him and like other people. He had this ingrained, oh, I, I don't want him around my kids. I wouldn't introduce that person to my friends. And I never, yeah. I, I need to avoid that person in the future because I didn't like being around them. I don't trust them. I don't quite know what it is. He gives that, he gives that off every time. Can you imagine being in a room with him? I was looking at a bunch of others. Can you imagine what that would be like? Like, fucking get me out of here. What? what yeah. Get me out of here. I wonder how much of it's a character. You know what I mean? There's going to be an element of it being a character. It that is be- quite as much of a bell end when you're actually in a room with him, but he is. But I'm not disputing the fact that he's fucking annoying and all that. But everyone wears a character. Like everyone wears a character in some way, shape, or form, I think. Like, is it, is it, I don't mean a character. That's the wrong way to put it. I Emphasizing think the way I think I think the way people present their personalities or, the, or present themselves in any situation is slightly different to who they actually are. On the best case case scenario, it's slightly different. Worst case scenario, it's greatly different. But regardless, if if that's how you're choosing to present yourself to the world, that's who you are, Sonny Jim. That's that's it. And who you are behind closed doors, well, that doesn't matter because it's not impacting anyone. It's who you are in the real world, interacting with people. Um, So going back to the point, I think in real life, I think his impact on the younger generation is minimal because you've got You've got parents and older people. You've got your parents mainly, who either aren't advocating for him or saying switch that shit off. If they see the video or whatever, or or um, you know, or saying the guy's a bell and you shouldn't be listening to a word he's saying, right? But also, is you're talking about boys not having like male male role models now, like they used to. I think a big part of that is. Uh, they just, they, what they see as entertainment, the younger generation boys, is so different to what we had. So different to what we had. We'd be exposed to, you know, TV shows. Because we wouldn't have the phones. We wouldn't have, you know, we wouldn't be doing this. We literally, our, our evening entertainment would either be with our mates or around someone's house and the, the role model there would be the dad or your own home and your own dad. Unless you haven't, let's say you haven't got a dad. You're watching, you're watching TV, some soap opera that you watch every evening because your mother watches it, Coronation Street, whatever. And it's the people, it's the blokes on there with your role models. Now it's different. I think, I think, I think there's just, there's, there's less, there's less role, they're just exposed to less role models. I don't think, yeah, I think they're exposed to less role models because what are they, what are they doing when they're scrolling through the TikTok? Looking at Andrew Tate. I don't think so. I don't look at people online because like, this isn't just him. No, I don't. Just think him. So. I don't think. No, so. I think this is a rabbit hole that you're not in. No, I don't think so, mate. I don't think. There's so. a huge movement online about like sort of 
just basically masculine accountants. Some of them are absolutely fucking dog shit, but some of them are not too bad. I think that, and they're, they're similar to tape, but not in a as much of a bellendy way. But how do you know? Um, but when you say though, I'm not saying those accounts don't exist, like Tate's one, yeah. right? But yeah, yeah. How, but how do you know that it's kids, young boys? That no, no, I'm not saying it's necessarily uh, that. I'm not. I only gave you that example in the beginning. I'm talking about masculinity in general. Yeah, like I think for young guys, I I don't necessarily agree with you about the the role model thing. Less role models. People will find role models everywhere, and. You're saying that we, we used to get it from TV shows and things like that and films. If you, know, if you didn't have a dad or you know, whatever, or saw it around you. I think that still happens. But you look at the, the media that's coming out from the traditional places you would get it, like fucking Hollywood and you know variations of that now that they're just, they're just streaming. You know, there's a lot of things there that they, the male characters aren't as strong as they used to be. They're written down quite a lot, and you'll often see very forced um, portrayals of stories where, for no you know, for no real reason, the, the feminine characters are elevated, and the, the men uh, diminished. Maybe I don't know, and I'm not. It's I don't think that's everywhere. It's not everywhere, but it's more than it used to be. I would say, like it is a, it is a thi- every thing that I watch now. Every lots of things that I watch have very sort of forced dynamics that don't seem real to me. Like when we were growing up, and I'm, I'm, I, don't know, I don't know if I'm sounding like a bell here or not, but I just noticed things. I'm just talking about me being a. This is just my opinion on stuff. When we were growing up. There were male and female leads and male and female heroes, and it wasn't even a fucking thing. So the classic one, I think, is... I'm I'm tangenting slightly, digressing in Balaji style. But classic one, I think, is Sigourney Weaver in Aliens, an alien. Like, she fucking nails in those films. She's brilliant, didn't she? And we grew up with that, and we didn't even... You didn't even notice it was a girl. You know what I mean? It, and that's not like that's a bad thing or a good thing that hasn't been noticed. I'm just saying it wasn't a thing. It just happened that in that story, the hero was a girl. I, and there's other examples of that. And then we have things nowadays where if you look at the fifth, an example would probably be the, the latest one I've seen that really fucking got me to the point where I had to turn off was the rings of power thing. There's a lot of rings things that Amazon did. Where, I mean, I got, maybe it got better, I don't know. I got probably three episodes into that and had to turn it off because the men were just weak and it was, it was like it was just forced. It was just constant that the men were idiots and the men weren't ever right. Um, and that's kind of thing. It just, I don't like it when it's forced because it just feels wrong. Um, so anyway, but yeah, uh, before I went on the digression, um, so I, I think it's all the toxic masculinity thing is the thing that annoys me because I, I don't think you should have a situation where aspects of people's sort of personality naturally 
and things that just men are. And obviously, they're just women are like this as well. We're all like this. We're all, it's a fucking balance of how we are. But I don't like. I don't think it's a healthy thing to say that. Well, these things that you do naturally are wrong. I don't think that's healthy for older men, younger men. And I go back to where we we circle back to where we fucking started from. That's why people like Andrew Tate have managed to get some sort of notoriety online. And I think he's. He, I think he's bigger online than you think he is, because he wouldn't be, if he. If he wasn't big online and he wasn't deemed as a threat, then no one would give a fuck about him. Yeah, I don't think he's not big online. I think I think and I'm basing this on nothing because I've no evidence whatsoever, other mm. than that I haven't I haven't heard or seen young lads talk about him. Is that um I think his impact on the younger generation, male younger generation, is not is not as 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 bad as you think. That's what I hope anyway. Doesn't seem but it's not necessarily yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can, you can, again, you can tell the guy's a prick. Well, yeah, I know, I get it, I get it, but it, we're not all capable of seeing that in quite the same way, are we? There's a lot of young, impressionable kids. And I'm sort of backing up the arguments against him here. Like there are things that he says in a very bullshitty way that I don't disagree with. Like I've heard him talk, you know, a few times, and. Some of the base level stuff that he says, I probably agree with, but he says them in a way that makes that I don't like. You could express them better than they talking about. He will talk about like the self worth of men. That's effectively what a lot of the things he talks about are. You should have self-worth because these aspects of your behavior and personality, the generally masculine elements, these aspects are positive if you use them correctly. And we shouldn't turn them down or, or not necessarily turn them down, but we shouldn't think that they are bad. That's basically what he says, but he says it in an absolutely bellendish way. And oh. it, it does come across, it can come across as really misogynist. It can. Yeah, or, he says it, or he says it followed up or preceded by something really misogynistic. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I agree, which is why it's not good. I just think he's, I think the point I'm trying to make is men still want role models. We're not seeing many good role models around us, certainly in media. And so he made a business out of it, but he is not a good example. Although that gap probably does need to be filled slightly, he is not a good example of it. And that's why I think he's a dick, because he has he has kind of a responsibility, because I think we all have responsibility, to portray his message in a a good way. And although I think some of his message is good, I think he goes about it in a very poor way and that's why he's diff- he's a problem. Why do you say he has a responsibility? Well, we all have a responsibility. You spoke about it yourself. You spoke about it before when you said when people have a, a, a platform, you spoke about it in terms of Tucker and Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. that when... You have a platform and people are listening to you for whatever reason. You have a responsibility to try not to be a dick. 
And I say that and you have to so, know what your reach is. Yeah, I say yeah. that for those two examples. I don't. I don't think it's everyone. Uh, so that, let's come back to it. Reason I don't say so. The reason I say he should. He shouldn't. That he shouldn't have a responsibility to portray his message in a better way is because his objective is not to portray the message in the best way, and he doesn't care about yeah, I'm not, damage, I'm not saying that. the damage he does on his way to. I'm not saying that. That doesn't mean he has to have responsibility. Okay. He's responsible. He's responsible for what he says. We all are. This box no, that we no, chat, no, we're responsible for that. No, but that's I know it's not his objective. No, but that's the problem. He's not. It's the problem. He's not. So he's not responsible. Or, or he certainly doesn't feel responsible. So, yeah, so. I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think that's true. But it doesn't mean that he doesn't. He does have responsibility. He is responsible for portraying what could be a good message in a bad way. He is responsible for doing that. Because I, he's disagree. Doing it. I disagree. <laughs> we go, no, we, no, I, no. I don't understand how you can't. How you can't? How you can disagree with that? Because he's not. He's because he's not here to. His mission is not to do do good. His mission is to make money. What do we What do we mean by responsible here? Like I was. I mean, as in he is to blame for what he says. Not responsible, as in he's acting responsibly. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, he's to blame. For he is responsible, and if he's bothered by that, then he, he's, he's he's fucked up. But he's not bothered by it. I know he's not, but he's still fucking responsible. If I go and stab you in the neck, I might not be bothered about it at all. I might give a fuck. Yeah. It might be my intention to stab you in the neck, but I'm still responsible for it, and yeah. I had a responsibility not to do that. In like. Real society, in by proper society, it's my oh, responsibility really? to behave well and not stab you in the neck. But yeah, All the right. fact that I did means that I'm responsible for that behavior. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not a good guy for stabbing you in the neck. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Do we move on from Tate? See if he did anything mean to talk about it. Yeah, just just okay. I mean, on the masculinity thing. I think the masculinity thing of yeah. that, like in the same way that in the same way that um what was that fucking bullshit it kind of died out now. Uh cultural cultural appropriation. Remember Don't that? that shit. Oh my god. Right. But I think the it's it's the same with the masculine this well not not so much now, but it has been a big attack on masculinity in the past, which is exactly what Tate capitalized on, right? Yeah. Partly. Um, I, but I think that will die down. It'll just it'll just fade out like cultural appropriation did because masculine like this the masculinity piece that is just a thing a, a perceived weak point in the armor of people who are not extreme left woke ideology. I'm generalizing, right? That they 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 seized on. I thought, oh, we can attack this, and and it's hard to define. And it's hard to identify what's good and bad about it, and it's hard to change. Therefore, let's fucking hammer this. You know that—that's what happened with, with masculinity and then toxic masculinity. Yeah. And I think it'll just die out because it's bull. It's just fucking bullshit. It's, yeah. it's just bullshit. You, you need masculinity as much as you need femininity. It's like you have to have it. It just because yeah. if you didn't have to have it, it wouldn't exist. It wouldn't exist. You know, we, we'd all be like these androgynous people cutting about trying to work out who's a man and who's a woman and who can who can make but well, we wouldn't be here. Evolution wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Well that's crashing into reality at the moment anyway, isn't it? 
that whole thing. But you're right, though. I don't, I don't disagree with it. I think mm. it is. It's these, these things that pop up are pushed by certain quarters. Then they kind of hit reality and they start to fizzle. I, I'm, I don't disagree with that. I don't. Uh, I, I would say that's probably correct, and it, it will die because they, they don't. They can't. They can exist in a vacuum, and they exist in the, the vacuum initially of the the sort of bubbles and the social bubbles around people of you know certain beliefs and uh, dispositions, and then they are. That's when they gain strength, and yeah, when they try and push outside that and find their way into like. Normal but, life and sanity. Yeah, they wither. Yeah, that it, is, that, I mean, that they only just, wither. Just to go on a slide, really, just realised it. Oh, oh, I think you cut out there. I'm my back. You got me. My back. I'm still here. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just to just to um, okay. Just to go on a slight tangent to touch on the uh, the cultural appropriation thing. When I think about it, oh, that is the maddest, the maddest thing. That has yeah. gripped society in the last twenty years. Mm. I don't know about that. It is mad. It, it, there is it, the maddest. It's it, definitely mad. It, oh, it's the maddest, and here's why: it's okay. the maddest thing that lots of people accepted as a bad thing. And when I, and the reason I say it's the maddest is because people said it was bad for you to wear clothing or or wear a style of hair, as examples. Yeah. From, that wasn't of your culture, and that was a bad thing. Are you fucking mental? Like, when you think about it now, if you think about it 10 years ago, you go, what? I can't wear dreadlocks because I'm not African. I can't yeah. wear I can't wear this type of garb because I'm not Arabic. And that, that literally, for a time, was people were you know, get called out for it in the street for cultural appropriation. To me, the greatest compliment you can pay to another culture is borrowing their shit. You don't borrow it to steal it. You borrow it to go, I like that. I like that. Or I like what this thing, this club clothing, this hairstyle, uh, this footwear, I thought it was a rare one, but I like what, I like the culture these represent and what that culture stands for. You don't wear stuff because you dislike where it comes from. <laughs> Have you got your thing handy? Crazy. Can you, can you uh, Google the definition of appropriation? Definition of appropriation. Now, I'm just wondering whether there's appropriation in its real sense actually means to take on as your own and like say that it's yours, if you know what I mean. Instead of like, I like this, this is cool, I want to do this. Okay, one second. Uh, take something for one's own use, typically without the owner's permission. Why didn't when you when you had your dreadlocks, guys? Why yes. didn't you ask the owner of dreadlocks if you could wear dreadlocks? I know. Yeah. Why? I know, you, I know what you're saying. Yeah. When, you know, when 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 that person wore braids, why didn't they ask? Why didn't they go to the president of all of the African countries? <laughs> well, the thing is that where does the line stop? Crazy. Where there's a line of like, let's imagine that it's real. That okay, you look like this, and your sort of genetics look like this. 
So the things that people are matching genetics to you created it, are just for the use of your per, your your group. Where does that stop? Yeah. So it, did, was it? So who invented fucking electricity? Yeah, I mean, it's a white guy, wasn't it? it? Invented, you know what I mean? Discovered. It's such like a grandizing self entitlement, putting yourself on a pedals a pedestal attitude to have. It's like it, all of those things. So for an extreme, like, I'm not, you know, you know those 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 toxic vocalists. Just made that up. Right? Um, it it yeah, you, it's such you elevate into yourself to a such a, a level of moral authority. It's just bollocks. So and it, and they only do it in the, the places they are. Are we going to go to Africa? Are we going to go mm. to China? Are we going to go to um, fucking name any other culture that isn't British culture or American culture and say, hey, you didn't invent? I don't know. Gunpowder. Gunpowder. Yeah, no, but I mean, think about clothing styles. Why are you wearing a necktie? You should be wearing a necktie. That's our culture. Give it back. Naughty. Naughty yeah. African businessman. We gave you that. Yeah, you know, yeah. perfect. It's like yeah, fucking, so fucking stupid. It's so fucking... Oh, winds me up. Winds me up. Anyway. Yeah. I understand it maybe if it's like, if there's if you could argue there's something sacred about it, you could, you could maybe say that, but that would have to be in like a religious sense because I know my missus... Um, is part like Native America, isn't she? So, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> is that a surprise to you? She's part what? Native American. I didn't know that. No. Yeah. Like, like it, yeah, it's there. Like, you wouldn't fucking know. You'd, well, if you stick her in the sun, you'd How would I know? Yeah, exactly. She had dream well, you, like, you wouldn't know looking at it. Does she have dream catches? Does she wear like a feathered. Well, this is kind of my point. I know that 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 is a semi sort of religious thing, isn't it? The sort of, the the headdress is a semi sort of religious thing. So I can understand that they get a fucking hard on about people wearing that as like fancy dress. I, I can understand that. I didn't know that's that. a thing. I'll, I'll give you that. Can you argue that fucking dreads are a religious thing? I don't know. Maybe if you're a Rastafarian, you can. Um. What the fucking Jews wear? They wear those little skull cap things. Can you argue that that's a a thing? You know, there's there are places within it that you can probably argue that you're taking the piss, and they, right, yeah, why are you doing that? But it's not to the scale that you're talking about. You know, with the basically with the people who've got nothing fucking better to do than moan, and they're and they're only doing it right because they feel that it's their position to protect these, what they see as minorities or protect these uh, vulnerable cultures or peoples to, to do that. And in actual fact, it completely damages them. Like, mm. Africans aren't a minority in fucking Africa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Arabs aren't a minority, a minority in the Arabian Peninsula or anywhere yeah. in the Middle East. You know, it's like, what are you, what are you doing? How about let them... Let them police themselves and they'll say what's not what they're not happy about, which to your point, they do. Religious stuff don't go anywhere near it. I'll try not to. You know, yeah. 
fancy dress aside for some reason. But uh-huh. but it's just uh, it's all about it's all about them and not what they say they're trying to protect. It's it's self. What's the word? Not self-aggrandizing. It's what's the word when you are trying to valid self-validation. So self-validation is what it is. So they've got some th- something missing in their life, basically. Well, we see. I mean, that's we that's society in general, isn't it? We see that the society is can be a lonely place, and people take the realization that they're not very important in the big scheme of things very badly and in order to find meaning because we need fucking meaning men especially need meaning men need like an adventure a journey but in order for people to find meaning in their life they attach themselves to these things these causes these things that they can do about themselves and to say that to try and stand out to say okay well I am the this guy you know, I am the my cause, my thing that I fight for is this, and I don't think that's a bad thing because we do we need it. But you can become incredibly annoying because of it. Well, Especially I think if you attach yourself to something that's fucking that it, isn't helpful. Yeah, I mean, the litmus test probably is the litmus test probably is what probably you know to, to, to try and work out is am I being a bell on you or not? You know, or is this the right way? To, am I am I what I'm so emotionally invested in here, the way I behave online, is that okay? So we talked about Carl Vorderman last time, didn't we? Um, we did, yeah, no, we did. That's gone fucking mad, by the way. Yeah, that's gone mad, yeah. So, <laughs> so on that, right, that makes me think of the people online who are Tory, you know, conservative, fucking forever, and, and down with down with Labour, and, and you get the others who are fuck. Factories, and these are the people that have yeah. bios, and they are, they are all, and anything if they're blue, anything red, they hate, and if they're red, yeah. anything they're blue, they hate, and they can't accept it. And, and, and every opportunity they get will be to shout down the the opposition. Now, can can you imagine meeting someone like that in real life? And they cut about in a Labour t-shirt, or or a talk, you know, or at the Tories yeah. fucking t-shirt. You know, they, they cut about, and it, it's literally wear it. I'm like, yeah, look at me. You think Bellend. Bell end. When you think Bellend, you think that guy has got screw loose or that woman's got screw loose. Because yeah. you think you're behaving like that. That isn't correct because sometimes they fuck up. And they're not always the best thing, whatever your party is or your team yeah. is. And, and going back to the masculinity thing, going back to the cultural appropriation thing and the woke ideology and and team Tate. Yeah. Which and team Tate is Unfortunately, it's team everything's a conspiracy and it's team World Economic Forum or Lizards. You know, it, it's that that team. I, it, it, there's overlapping spheres, right? I'm not saying everyone who thinks the World Economic Forum are bad is a Tate fan because obviously they're not, are they, guys? Yeah. <laughs> but it's finding, uh, it's finding a community or thing that you think you're part of and you can... Yeah shout from the rooftops about it and get attention from the quarter that, or get attention from somewhere. And then you end up leaning into more, well, you know this, you end up leaning yeah. into more of those behaviors that get you kudos from that, from that 
Here you come, all these captured. Yeah. yeah. That's what happens to them. Like, I, I get it. Because, like, you'll attach people. These, certainly online, if you, as soon as you attach an income to it, and the temptation, to, with the way online now is, there is temptation to do that because you can make money from it. If you start off as some, as a small YouTuber, let's say, and for whatever reason, you start to get an audience and you start to make some money from it, and then your audience wants you to talk about certain things or, you know, oh, that thing you spoke about the other week, talk more about that, and that gradually happens and happens and happens. And then you are in a situation where your your channel or your persona, what you're going at, is one, it's in a box, but it's captured by your audience. And if you deviate from that, your audience will leave you. If your audience will leave you, you fucking, uh, your views go down. You don't make as much money. So you are incentivized financially to keep pushing whatever you're pushing. Um, and it can go real bad. It's just not, it's not a good thing. You have to be aware of it. Um, like I've ninety percent of everything we talk about when I'm saying people are dicks, I have complete sympathy with because we're all humans and we're all just trying to fucking get by, and we make shit decisions and then we get trapped in decisions that were poor and we now wish we hadn't made, but we need to we can't find a way out of them. It's really difficult. And you don't and you don't realize you're being a dick. You know, it's sometimes. Like- Sometimes you do, and you lean into it, and then sometimes you don't realise. You mean at the time or later down the line? I don't think so, because you're you're my you're my definition of being a dick is you are doing. You should not be doing that. Um, yeah, that is something you shouldn't be doing. But most of the time, when someone does something, they think they're in the right. Like, how many times do you get stuff wrong? I get stuff wrong all the time. I I can be a dick regularly, like same. on occasion. For periods of time, regularly, because I think or act a certain way, or do a certain thing because I think it's right, and it only takes learning to go. Oh God, I shouldn't have shouldn't have done that. I sh- I've been thinking this thing the whole time through, like literally for years, and like I don't, I don't, I think I've been in the wrong, <laughs> like five years or something. You know, it could, could, could be whatever, but I don't, you know. It, I think most of the pe- time people don't realise they're being a dick. They think they're doing the right thing most of the time. Yeah, that's probably true. But why did you do anything otherwise? If you were now, and literally your objective in life was just to be a dick, the only way well, you could well, get away with that is if you were loaded. Well, Tate, Tate's an example, isn't he? And you would say Tate was the example, certainly. You would say he knows he's being a dick and he's taking, he's just, you know, he's grifting on what is uh, a thing that he's found that works for him. Yeah. So people do do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we got what? Just uh, nearly 10 minutes left if you're leaving on the button. Nearly 10 minutes. Um, well, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. nearly 10 minutes. We're going to talk about Thingy, won't we? We're going to talk about the Hugh Edwards thing. And I, we could near, we nearly, I nearly found an opportunity to segue a couple of minutes ago when you were talking because you were talking about how if my gang does everything, if my you know, people in my gang do something, it's fine. And if people of this gang do it, it's bad. You can kind of see that with the reaction to it. Go on. Well, I've noticed this over the past sort of 24 hours or whatever since it's gone. So we're talking about, if you don't know, we're talking about the fact that uh, BBC Presenter, it's been going on for about a week. There's BBC Presenter who had paid for some images off a... I, I think they were 17, weren't they? 
paid for some images offline, probably fucking OnlyFans or whatever, but basically got some, was paying for pictures, 35 grand. Allegedly, allegedly. I don't think it's allegedly, is it? Because he it's has alleged. done it. It's still allegedly. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's allegedly. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you covered my ass for me. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So, generally this was, there was talk about who was it all week and it came out that it was him and he's now got mental health problems apparently so he's off to go and get those sorted out. However, People on one side of the argument are saying, right, give the guy privacy, leave him alone. You know, sad face. He's just, he's done a, basically done a Schofield in that it's what he did was a bit sketchy, but not illegal. And the other side of people are saying, well, hang on, why does he get privacy when the BBC throw people under the bus regularly? You know, and media generally, not just the BBC, but the, it's kind of okay for this section of society or this side of the argument to be thrown under the bus and you know get hounded, but because he is kind of in house with the with the media, the British media anyway, he gets to be left alone. And I think that's an example of what you're talking about. It's okay for it's basically being treated differently depending on what side of the the aisle you're perceived as being on. That's what I'm saying. What's different what's different to him and Schofield? Which what's the opposite side of the different? Yeah. What do you mean? Well they in media. He's, he's getting treated differently to Schofield. Yeah, because they basically no Schofield basically pulled the same argument. Things got a bit hairy. They wanted it to go away. And so it was all mental health. Schofield started saying he was going to kill himself and he was thinking about suicide and then we all had to leave him alone. Um, Hugh Edwards is the same. The statement that came out from his wife is that he's had long-standing issues with mental health. Maybe he has, not saying he hasn't. Long-standing issues with this uh, and he's now booked himself into you know, a <coughs> hospital to get looked after and basically, can we leave him alone, please? Now, not, I could, you don't even need to deny that either of those guys have mental health problems. You can believe that if you want to. But I think I'm making the argument, and the people on the other side of this making the argument are that, okay, that's fine. But if he was the man off the street who was doing the same thing, that would be a news story, and there would be journalists outside the door, and they would be getting hounded to get more out of the story if... You know what I mean? It's just, it's it's like you have to look after our guy, and your guy gets hounded. Yeah, I think kind of I, I think the mental health thing is more is more a play to keep the media away because of the Caroline Flack situation and other stuff recently. But that's I mean, the thing is, is that pardon? that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, yeah. The, the thing yeah. is, is that um, people I know when Hugh Edwards and same with Schofield, they go. Oh, what's the problem? A young lad was of age, and with Hugh Edwards, obviously, all allegedly. I don't know how old this this lad was. He was paying for for money for uh, photos from apparently of age as well. And then yeah. there's some other been some other accusations where inappropriate private messages from yeah 
allegedly. Seems like there's more to it. Potentially. So a, bit of a bit of a creature, potentially, allegedly. Yeah. A bit of a creature, right? Now, all in all, all in, in all that, you can go, yeah, there's nothing illegal about it. You can look at Schofield, right? And let's say that, um, you know, that, that lad is of age, of legal age. At the point they w- it was found out, he was of legal yeah. age. You know, let's make an assumption that there wasn't a relationship, he wasn't of legal age, a sexual yeah. relationship. You can go, okay, well, that's all in law. But, but here's the problem with these fucking people, or these situations, is that, and, 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 uh, it surprises me how, how few. No, there were. It surprises me that it's quite a lot of people don't understand understand how wrong this is morally. When you've got someone in a position of power, whether that's a business leader, or it's also a relative. Actually, it could be a team leader. <laughs> it can get me. It can be a team leader in fucking Tesco's, right? Who's got a team of four or five young people, or four, not even young. Four or five people working for them. Or it can be a business leader. Or it can be a TV presenter. Or it can be a musician. It can be a top of the pops presenter. Right? Uh, when they're, when you're in a position of power there, um, you, you to, to take advantage of that in a way that exploits the people below you or people who look up to you for let's say, for sexual advantage, let's say, basically, basically for that, for relationships, for sexual, you know, for fucking that emotional, physical, not favours, but you get something from it. Whether it ends up in a relationship or not is wrong, is wrong. And there's, you know, in the workplace, in many sporting industries, in many sports in the UK, there are things in place that if you break that fucking law, and I know that I, I've done just with different sports. I used, I used to be a welfare, a child welfare officer uh, in the Essex Football League, right, for one of the clubs. So I, on the sports, I know about it. It's like if a coach was to, if a coach was to, you can't even text one of your players, right? If that player's under 18, as a coach in the football side, you can't even text them. If you text them, you can get a fucking book thrown at you and you'll be kicked out of that club probably and the club will get fined for allowing the coach to do that. This is a text. And that text, it, any text, the game's the, the game kickoff cha- time has changed from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. It's any text. You're not allowed to do it. And it's in place to protect vulnerable people from people in positions of power who've got no fucking moral, who've got no... Or, or, or not the moral outstanding moral like uh, attitude they should have. Same in any sports, right? Um, and it, and it should be the same in these situations. So where Schofield and where allegedly Hugh Edwards is concerned, if it's correct, if I, let's talk about him. Let's talk about Schofield because we know that's the case. Schofield is in a position of power, and that young lad who who doesn't know fucking anything yet on a young life has been whether the young lad is happy now or not let's say in a relationship and their relationship now and they're both happy it doesn't exonerate Schofield from what he did in the past you're, you're essentially able to manipulate people because of this position of power you've got and it's even worse if they're younger people even worse yeah. if they're younger people um, that's the problem with it so you can look at the laws one as one thing but then there's a reason that these other like um, 
these rules and regulations exist in in parts of the, of society where we know it can be a problem or where we know there's people in position to power that could quite easily take advantage of people. There's a reason those those rules and regulations exist. They're not enshrined in the law, but you can absolutely lose your fucking job for it. You may not go to jail, but you can lose your job for it. Or you can you know can be slung under the bus and and and, and maybe lose your livelihood or whatever. But so they exist because the law can't cater for everything. You know, that's the problem with Schofield and that sounds like it's the problem with Hugh Edwards here. You know, the text messages alone. He should not, like, if, if he's, he has been sending text messages to employees at, at, the, at the BBC, which allegedly he's been doing and saying nice things and not, and they felt a bit uncomfortable with the text messages, he shouldn't be doing that. Should, if, if it was me in a position of power, you know, cure or managing a football team or I don't know let's say okay let's say the podcast H-Hour in I think two or three years time has got millions and millions of followers right and I got hundreds if not thousands of patrons you know and and and, and they're the obvious ones who are like say okay um they're more emotionally invested in the podcast than other people. Now, if I get, you know, I, I could get a, a message from a patron. You know, it, it could be something like, oh, I'd love to meet you and blah, 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 blah. And, and if we met up and then I found that person attractive and then I decided I'm going to take it a bit further because why the fuck not? That, it's completely wrong of me because I've already got a hold of this person just by the fact that I know they look up to what I do and they look up to me. I already know it. I already know it, right? In this situation where that is part of my profession in what I do, as opposed to they don't look up to me because we just met two seconds ago and we developed this normal relationship over six months' time, you know. Am I making sense here? Or am I rambling? Yeah, yeah. I think it's, yeah. You are. Yeah. Also, my fiancé would kill me. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. But that's the, the the other side of it is that you know that's the the stuff that's just come out you know in the past sort of twelve hours or so that it's, there's been some other workplace stuff. But the other side of it is that you know the guy's been messaging a young guy who apparently has a fucking drug drama. Oh, um, yeah. The, the, the guy is basically. It sounds like allegedly, it sounds like the guy's got a fucking drug drama and has been you know selling pics of himself to this fucking dude to Hugh Edwards um, and it's the parents that spoke out so the parents are the ones that went to the son because they were concerned about this guy's drug habit being enabled by fucking you know and it just, of course Hugh Edwards ain't going to be the only one he's getting pics off but yeah I think the, there's just there's an argument about there's plenty of people who do that and it, the, the argument that comes back is well dude if the guy's got an OnlyFans or whatever, and Hugh Edwards, who sounds like he, allegedly sounds like he's a closeted gay guy, um, he just wants some dick pics off a off a guy. At that point, there's no problem, is there? If he's been doing stuff at work, that's different. But there's no real problem with that, providing the, the guy is you know above age and all that. I think it's still, I think it's illegal if you're underage to to pay for pictures. So if if the guy was 17, then there would be a fucking drama, but. Yeah, the argument is well, nothing illegal's happened, so it's the whole sort of 
not illegal but unwise argument that fucking Schofield used. I just did my the argument I was coming to from was he he's being treated differently. We expect different treatments, or he expects different people treatments, and his supporters and people on his side would expect he gets different treatments. I guys real sad about it. Leave him alone. Whereas then you used Cliff Richards as an example earlier. Okay, so I mean, we need to suck it because you need to go, I think. But um, the Cliff Richards example, do you remember when Cliff Richard got like outed by the BBC for being in the fucking nonce, even though apparently he's not? Do you remember that? For, for being what? The BBC did an investigation into fucking Cliff Richard. Yeah. Where the guy was getting fucking hounded outside his house. There's fucking helicopters and shit over his house. To the point where he had to fucking sack him. He sued him, didn't he? Say again? He sued them in the end, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. But my my point is, the BBC were quite happy to do it to Cliff Richard. I'm not. I don't give a fuck about Cliff Richard. I'm just saying as an example, they were quite happy to do it to him, to the point where he fucked off to Barbados or wherever he is. Um, that was fine, but because it's one of their own and might show them to be a bit of a sketchy bunch, he has to be protected. The same way with Schofield. He has to be protected because he's real sad about it and he's real sorry and he's real sad. So leave him alone, please. But you know, any random person from the, on the streets who gets a news story about him her, or her that may or may not be true, it might all still be allegedly, but we can get it on the fucking front page of the paper. That fucking, there's an army guy the other day, wasn't there? I'm, I'm going quickly now because I know you want to get out of it. There's an army guy the other day that cheated on his wife or some okay. shit. Yeah. He's on the fucking front page of the paper. Are we worried about his mental health? No. Because we, we go, yeah, he's dick. He did something bad, so fuck him. Throw him to the wolves. Hugh Edwards, real sad. He's gone to hospital. Real sad. So, <laughs> leave him alone, There's a... We come back to this quite often, but there is a... Rules not applying in the same way to everybody as we kind of would. Or just social rules. Social rules, real rules, real laws, all those, that little sort of hierarchy of things. We like them to be consistent and we don't like it and we notice when they're not consistent. And because of the way information spreads now, we see inconsistencies more and more and more. We see them a lot easier. Mm. So, yeah. Anyway, I go to London. We go to London. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. I, I haven't got millions of followers in the podcast yet. So I got to work. Not yet. Well, you're not, after this fucking monstrosity, you're not going to work. Have a nice day. Have I got hair there? Yes, I have. Yeah. Have a nice day. See you later. Bye. Bye.